Hello, this is Joseph Carlson, and this is episode 108 of Gaming with Grief, and I'm calling this episode the Dishonored 2 Review Part 2, because, well, I'm reviewing Dishonored 2 for the second time. Uh, I'm basically encapsulating the rest of the game, but uh, I just want to remind you guys that this podcast will hit my website, www.gamewithgrief.com, Monday morning at 7 a.m. Go there, leave a comment, let me know what you think of the show, or you can go to iTunes and subscribe to the podcast there, give me the likes, the stars, the subscriptions, all that kind of stuff, the comments, Uh, or you can go to the Google Play Store, subscribe to the podcast there. I do not know, again, I'm not a Google person or an Android user. But if you do use Android, uh, yeah, you can go there, subscribe to the show, and just let me know what you think. That'd be great. Um, you can also find me at Twitter, um, on Twitter, at JustLittleJoe. Uh, or you could go to GWGPodFellows at gmail.com and drop me a line. Uh, actually, let me know how you heard about the show. Um, or, you know, what you think in general. Same stuff as before. You know, the likes, the stars. Uh, yeah, give me stars in an email. That'd be interesting. And anyway, just generally review the show and let me know what you think. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm just calling this episode the uh, Dishonored 2 review, because yeah, I finally beat the game I beat it late last night, and uh, rolled credits on it, uh, and I really, really enjoyed it, but um, you know, it's basically everything that I said in part one holds up, you know, the, the ending was satisfying, apparently there is a, I didn't watch it, I'd probably go after this and watch the ending on YouTube, usually when games have multiple endings, I usually just pick, you know, uh, you know, make the bed that I lied in, or however that phrase goes. Uh, I make my choice. I stick with that. I do that ending, and then I don't usually replay games again. There's been a couple different, you know, there's been a couple times I have, but not really. Uh, but what this does basically is, uh, I, I picked the low chaos ending, the good ending. But again, I'll probably go online and watch the high chaos. You know, high chaos is you murdering everybody, literally cutting heads off sometimes. And um, just going through town on a rampage. Um, they actually have a graph in this one that I don't remember for this one. You can either be stealthy and non-lethal or stealthy and lethal. Or, you know, it's like a four-point graph. And they pull the graph depending on your preferences. Um, I was usually kind of assault-like because I was discovered a few times. But I usually just tried to knock people out. Um I found, because I was trying to do this for review, I was kind of going through the end of the game a little bit quickly. I did use a walkthrough at the end, the last level. I was kind of unsure of what to do. Uh, I was kind of amazed the eighth level, uh, the the penultimate level, um, I got through it uh, without doing a walkthrough, so that's pretty cool. Uh, I just um, snuck into some guy's estate, and it was um, the Duke. He had a body double. I did the non-lethal thing where the body double said, listen, this guy has been a jerk for a while, and I'm kind of reasonable. Um, if you get me the Duke, I can frame him and then, you know, I'll rule, uh, this area. I forget the name of the town, uh, Carcass or something. And then, um, you know, everything will be better. Uh, so yeah, I did the non-lethal ending, which basically there's all these people sitting at a table, like, uh, well, the Duke that you, whatever, is basically like you, it kind of wraps the story up in a good way. Uh, I liked it. Uh, like I said, there was some, uh, talk of grief in this. And it was the idea I mentioned in the last episode that your mother, the spirit of your mother that was died in the first game is kind of in the, the void with the other, the person who gives you your powers. And she is in this heart that shows you, you know, where collectibles are. And then if you point it at someone and squeeze it, it's got like this weird clockwork thing inside it. When you squeeze it and point it towards someone, she uh, will tell you something about them, you know, that 
someone is lonely, uh, you know, or, you know, they, they, these people never made it. They're, you know, they're always on the dock working. Like these really random things are like, if you point it to an environment, it's like uh, you, uh, she'll ta- start talking about how she wanted to take you out of town. Uh, and I, I found that to kind of carry through the rest of the game. But one interesting thing I thought was the main villain in the game, Delilah, um, she basically did a ritual to make herself immortal. You obviously want to end her rule. You don't have to kill her. Uh, I didn't kill her. Um, but, uh, what happens is you take a portion, uh, you have to give up your, you have to say goodbye to your mom again. Um, and, uh, it was, I mean, yes, it's a game. It's really not about grief, but there is this weird thing. And I actually took a photo and I will read. You basically, uh, have a ship that you, that you're on called the dreadful whale. And you, it's kind of an in-between mission thing. Uh, you write diary entries or journal entries or whatever you want to call them to kind of sum up everything that you've done in the last level. And then I think you can go back and I think that's how you can replay the mission, I believe. Uh, but anyway, you just go there and you make a journal entry. And what happens is in the game, you write about your mother uh, after you say goodbye because there can only be one entity or spirit in this heart and so when you take delilah's heart to defeat her because she's effectively immortal she's hidden her heart away a little bit like harry potter and um you know tom riddle where he hid parts of his soul away so he couldn't die she only did it once uh so you have to say goodbye to your mother to send her to the void um and then put this uh piece of delilah in the heart that you have and the heart turns black um but you write this about your mother um the next day in the journal when you wake up at the dreadful whale after you've completed that mission. Uh, I'm just, this is exactly from the game. I took a photo of this. Uh, so it says it's called a farewell. I grieve for a second time. What was it like to walk with her heart, uh, somewhere near, but never quite in the real world. It was her wisdom, her insight, the voice, her love. Oh, her voice, her love. They wrote it in cursive. Sorry. (laughs) Um, my, Mother, now I lost you twice. I knew her spirit was trapped. I knew she needed to be set free, but how could I? Of course, she found a way to help me one last time. No, I will not cry, not yet. Not until any of my work is done. Uh, Now the heart contains a different spirit, a different voice. Delilah Copperspoon. Uh, Spinner of lies. Thief. Thief of thrones. Delilah the selfish, cunning, and cruel. Uh, What's interesting... I thought that was kind of an interesting eulogy. I mean, the game isn't really, again, it's not about grief. Uh, but, you know, I think little things like this, just like in my cyberpunk uh, review, the the little bit of that game I played, you know, uh, it's not about grief. But the idea to sit there and have a funeral for somebody or some kind of eulogy, I think, is pretty powerful in a game. You don't really see that a lot. Again, it's usually, you know, hit F to pay respects or E or whatever, your X. Um, so... It's, it's, it's even stuff like that. Even, even a couple lines saying, you know, I miss you. You know, what, what am I going to do now? Uh, I think is, is kind of cool in games to see that. Cause, uh, what I kind of, I had a big epiphany yesterday. I was working yesterday and uh, that's great on a Saturday when you have to work, but it's the idea of like, you know, so much of fiction, uh, any kind of fiction, whether it be a game or a book or a movie, they use death as such an easy catalyst for motivation, you know? Um, my parents died, so now I'm upset. Uh, I guess, ironically, I guess I did that because I did the podcast because, uh, anyway, um, but it isn't just about that moment. And I think that's what movies focus on the most is, oh, my mom died. 
I think the more powerful movies, I'm not going to say every movie, but for me, what is more powerful is um, how that motivates somebody. Because, I mean, I'm, that's what I'm going through in my life. So for someone to say, Ugh, yeah, you died. You know, how can I say goodbye to you? But I have to do this thing, uh, you know, and be, be a better person. Basically, in that farewell that I read, you know, I'm trying to be better. I can't cry now until I'm done. Um, yeah, it was good. And then what's interesting is the mechanics of the heart changes. So instead of you, uh, you know, pointing at someone and them telling, you know, the heart, your mother basically telling you the most inner desires of a person or what have you, um, it's Delilah lying to you. You know, she's like, put me back. You know, you don't want to do this. You know, you'll point it at someone. She's like, oh, they're, you know, they're a good person. You know, it's, it's weird. It's like she whispers. I didn't hear some of, some of that sound design. I don't know if it was my sound bar or what, but some of the sound design is a little bit off. Uh, I, sometimes I wouldn't know what floor people were talking or if they saw me. I mean, obviously there's like an alert symbol, but some of the sound design was a little off. I didn't actually get a lot of powers in the game. And towards the end of the game, I had a lot of money, but I couldn't find the black markets because one, I was beating it for review and two, I looked around and I just didn't see them. I guess I could have looked at a walkthrough, but I, I, I was like out of everything. I was out of like, you know, sleeping darts, which I really wanted because I just wanted to knock people out. I didn't, I didn't want to, I did figure out how to rework the, uh, how to rewire the clockwork soldiers. And that was fun. Um, I was pretty stealthy actually in Delilah's mission. You go back to Dunwall tower and you go to try to, uh, fight her. Uh, and then I rewired some clockwork soldiers and they pretty much took care of any of the coven of witches that Delilah had with her. And it was actually incredibly gratifying to just sit in the rafters and watch or sit behind a clockwork soldier and watch them go to work and just dispatch these, um, witches that were very annoying and had powers like you do and just terrible. Um, and it, it, what I thought was interesting was like, the only thing I think the ending was good, uh, spoilers for Dishonored 2, um, she basically is trapped in a painting, Delilah. You put her in there because it's her ultimate version of the world is she wants everybody to worship her, but they're basically just stone statues and they don't seem to speak. And in the ending, in the low chaos ending, since you had people arrested and you didn't kill them, uh, you know, everybody goes to jail. And then it's got some throwaway line about, oh, you know, her ending worked out. You know, she got to have the people love her the way she wanted and she reigned forever. But like that, uh, I guess is non-lethal. I mean, I guess you're not lying to her. So I guess that's good. I don't know. It that part was a little weird. Um, but I liked it. But what I really wanted to talk about in this review was, I mean, obviously the game, I wanted to review it, but there was two missions that stuck out with me. And I said, I talked about one of them last time, which was called uh, a clockwork mansion, which was really amazing. And you know, the walls moved. I talked about that last, but this time I want to talk about uh, mission number seven called a crack in the slab, um, which is pretty amazing. Uh, basically what happened was I, uh, you, uh, in the documentary, the no clips documentary that I talked about last time, they talk about a crack in the slab. And from a design perspective, they showed a couple of screens, and it looked insane. Uh, there is two cameras following the player at any time, because basically in this mission, you go through time to figure out how Delilah got her powers and how she came to be. And so what happens is these group of people that think she would be good to... Uh, I maybe missed the thread on that. But basically, there's a group of people that are like, no, she'd be the one... Uh, I think it's one of her mentors is a witch. And it's like, I think she'd be good, but she has been deceased, but she's trapped in the void, which is strange and hard to explain. Uh, even me, I kind of miss some of it. But anyway, they, they bring her back to life through a seance. And when you go through this level of crack in the slab in this mansion, you basically have this timepiece that you can 
pop between different points in time. Your time. So the mansion you go in is dilapidated. One of the members, the um, not the duke, he's one of the main characters uh, is an invalid. But he's not an invalid. He's gone mad from this seance because he basically saw into the void. And he's babbling in his room and the mansion's dilapidated. But if you go back in time uh, to when they were bringing Delilah back, um, he obviously is with it. Uh, you have to sneak around a bit. Um, and there's several things you can do. I was non-lethal, uh, but I basically just let him be. And there is a mission I, I got discovered and had to like pop in and out of time to avoid these guards, which was cool. Another thing that was really cool, not just about the popping in and out of time, which again is amazing. If you watch that no clip documentary, they talk about how the cameras had to follow the players and how they had to pin it to... Uh, it's it's hard to it's very visual basically they showed both maps imagine both maps on a plane and then maybe one map below the other map and a line being drawn from like the upper map to the lower map and that's how they would follow you um at least that's what i gathered from the like two screenshots they showed so just imagine you know two straight lines basically a backwards c uh and that would that was how the players were looped into each timeline. But w another thing that I thought was unique was there was these mirrors that would fold out of the timepiece and show you the other time period. So if you unfolded the, if you were in the current times when the mission was dilapidated and overgrown with, uh, you know, foliage, if you unspurled the the mirrors on them, which look cool, they look like little fins. Uh, you could see the mansion and its beauty if you whipped it around in 360, which I did. It it chugged a little bit on my Xbox Series S, but, um, you know, I mean, you're going through time at that point, so I'm not going to, like, fault it about it. I was like, why can't this run smoother? Um, but, yeah, like, you uh, can whip it around and see guards in their patrol patterns. So you can actually line up where you get against a wall in current times, open the timepiece, and look through it and see a guard with his back to you uh, in the, you know, the, the three years before, and you can pop into time, take him out, hide his body, pop back out of time. Um, everybody talks about the clockwork mansion and I don't want to understate how amazing the clockwork mansion is, how they literally had to use engineering to fold parts of the house into each other. Again, I mentioned they, they, um, they cheated one time. Uh, but anyway, to do all this, uh, was great but what i think a, a crack in the slab impressed me more with how they laid out the mansion how like if a bookshelf was blocking a door you could pop uh into the other time period maybe find a way around it pop out of it if you were discovered you could literally pop out of time which i had to do twice um apparently there's a non-lethal option where you go to uh i can't remember his name there's a main character that is kind of wishy-washy on the one who's crazy in current times kind of out of it he's kind of wishy-washy and doing the the seance he doesn't want to do it he's like ah oh, this is black magic i don't really know if i should do this well he's outside kind of pacing in his garden uh, with some guards around him uh you can pop behind him and knock him out uh and then if you do that he doesn't show up to the seance they're still able to complete the seance uh, but if you go back to current times he doesn't lose his mind apparently the mansion is nice um I'll probably look at that on YouTube, but, um, it was pretty, uh, I, I enjoyed a crack on the slab, I think more than the other missions. I mean, arcane, it can't be understated how amazing their level design is. How like, I would just be like, how am I going to do this? Oh, look, a ledge. Like I can hide here and go to this apartment. And cause I try to be non-stealthy as much as I can, uh, unless there's a clockwork soldier and I'm in a corner then you're getting a pistol, my friend, because I had a lot of pistol rounds. It's really all I had. And I was like, well, you're the only one here, so it doesn't matter if I shoot you because the noise doesn't matter. Anyway, um, 
it can't be understated how well uh, their level design is, you know, how things connect and how they really, like, it must have been a nightmare to plan these. Like, well, what if they go in the sewers? What if, because you can possess creatures in the game. Well, what if I possess this mouse? What if I possess, you know, this fish? I can swim, you know? What if they go this way, down the river? Like, all this stuff is just crazy to me. Um, but to me, a crack in the slab is more impressive uh, than the clockwork thing because it is very difficult to talk about how, you know, how walls hold into each other and how this would move out of this way and this would move up and how this study now becomes a bathroom. Wow, crazy. But time, when you start messing with time and make it, I don't know, enjoyable and you feel like this stealthy rogue, like I was in the uh, current times when everything was dilapidated and stuff like that and I was still sneaking around because I would open up the, uh, you know, the timepiece and see guards walk around and you're like, oh, Oh wait, they can't see me. Whew, that was that was tense. It, it made a sense of tension, you know, which is something that I I did not think uh, would happen when you're three years away in a different time period. Um, so for me, uh, I'm not gonna say like award winning whatever, but I that was, that was probably even after I played and really reflected on the game last night after I rolled credits and this morning. I mean, cracking the slab in my opinion just stands out. And it's, it's a testament to the team. I mean, Arcane, you did an amazing job. And again, I'm not crapping on the other... I'm not here to crap on the other levels to say, like, the clockwork mansion was good. Like, they're all good. Even Delilah's... I I mean, the first level is Dunwall, and you're trying to get out. I think when you go back to the tower and, like, the Dunwall tower where you grew up and everything, this is your home, is like, you know, they've, they've turned it into this weird witch coven, and they're growing things and they, you know these witches are walking around they have clockwork soldiers and they've knocked bookcases and it's really eerie because they've hung people that have tried to fight against them you know people that were loyal to the princess um so there's like these dead bodies hanging where it's like this really eerie eerie thing um and i enjoyed that i enjoyed like getting through and everything's kind of gross because again these these women these coven women have like you know they've they've really taken over the place and made it their own um that was good. I did like the uh, last mission with the Duke, uh, you know, um, sneaking into his palatial estate. It looks like a modern home, which I really like, like some weird version of like a rich person's modern home where you're like, where did this come from? This is crazy. But they said he was rich and he was very avant-garde and he wanted something to stand out on the coast, something like that. And so he made this big modern mansion in 18 whatever that looks like something you'd see in Europe today, like big, like angular structures weird um but yeah they're all good missions and part of me i don't think i'm gonna go through and uh beat the game again i mean i just i think it would be quicker obviously this kind of because i know what to do but i would like to try with maybe corvo and see because he would teleport uh and see if i can maybe find some more collectibles and things like that because uh, i think you keep what you collect uh when you move through to the next playthrough I think that's how people are able to max out powers and stuff like that. It would be interesting to play from Corvo's perspective. Again, when I talked about this in part one, it didn't seem like anything changed with him. Um, and again, the Empress uh, Emily seemed to have more on the line because it's her kingdom. So it meant more to me that he, uh, that I was her. Um, being him, I guess, you know, if that happened to your daughter, just like the first game, uh, you know, she's in stone, you would, you would go nuts. Um, and there basically is four different endings. You know, you can do the low chaos, which is knock people out or don't be seen. And there's high chaos, which is you literally murder everybody and don't care if people see bodies. 
so there's four endings. You know, you could do low chaos with Corvo, high chaos with Corvo, low chaos with Emily, high chaos with Emily. You know, that's kind of redundant. Anyway, yeah. Uh, I think, I don't know, man. I think, I'm trying to think of anything. Any other thoughts? You did good, Arcane. Now, there is a DLC called Death of the Outsider. So I'm thinking of uh, playing that. Uh, because the outsider does have a monologue at the end of towards the end of the game where he talks about what happened to him and how he became this figure that's able to give powers to people. And it was just like a passing, maybe like three sentences and like a really tiny cutscene. And but it still did interest me. Um, so I, I think I would like to see where that goes. I don't think it's as long as um, the other games. And so it will be interesting to see. Yeah, maybe I'll do that, but I don't think I'll do a review of it. I think I'll just kind of mess around with it and play um, that later. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited. Um, so I usually don't talk about what I'm going to do on next episode, but I'm actually going to talk about what I'm going to do on next episode. So uh, I, like many gamers, you get in a rut. You know, you, you get tired of you get tired of just, like, you know, I'm not going to make any judgments. Uh, sometimes it is fun to digitally take out your aggression and just you know, digitally mow down a bunch of people or, you know, use swords or, what you know, medieval weapons or magic and, you know, fry people. Anyway, a lot of combat in games. Uh, and again, I'm not making judgments. I love that stuff. But I think I kind of wanted to change a pace. So I came upon some stuff, um, some because I was like, I want some nonviolent stuff. So some of the games I've been playing, one of them is a program. The other one is a game that I've been playing. Uh, I won't talk about that. I'll probably talk about that later. But basically, there's a comp- company called Wholesome Games. And what they do, uh, it seems like they were a recent, uh, they were founded recently. Um, and the only reason I really bring them up is because I was poking around the edges, not the edges of the web, but as I'm recording this, E3 is taking place uh, digitally this year. And it's kind of a mess. There's a lot of, there's obviously a lot of uh, showcases from developers. But uh, Wholesome Games had a direct. They had one last year, and they had one this year. Uh, and so I want to talk more about Wholesome Games, because I think, um, uh, like uh, everybody, you get burned out and you want to change your pace. Uh, I do know, I don't know in 2020, I'm going to watch the direct, I don't know how many games they showed up, but I do know in the one that just aired yesterday, the 2021 one, they, they previewed 75 games. Um, I saw one trailer online for one of the games. It looks like an exploration game. It looks pretty fun. But what I'm going to do is that's what I'm going to talk about next episode. I'm going to talk about Wholesome Games, and I'm going to tell you about them, and then I'm going to play some Wholesome Games and talk to you about that and talk about, you know, our brain needs a break sometimes. You need to relax. You need to kick back. You don't want to worry about skill trees or, you know, do I have enough ammo? Can I do this? Sometimes you just want to uh, fish or uh, something like that, something chill. So that's what I'll be talking about next episode. Um, so you know what? Uh, hope that it will kind of... I, it's definitely me expanding what I look for in games. Um, and so I'm... Uh, that's what I'm going to talk about next episode. So um, with, the, with that, guys, I think uh, that's it this week. So to remind you guys, this podcast will hit my website, www.gamewithgrief.com, Monday morning at 7 a.m. Go there, leave a comment. Let me know what you think of the podcast. Or you can go to iTunes, subscribe there. Uh, it's just the Game Review Podcast with Joseph Carlson. Uh, go to the Google Play Store, go there, leave me reviews, likes, stuff like that. On the you know on the iTunes Store, leave me the stars, the likes, how I can improve. Actually, where you heard of the podcast, that'd be great. You can find me on Twitter, at Just Little Joe. 
Again, I'll try to get better about advertising this. I'm pretty bad at it. Um, or you can go to uh, gwgpodfellows at gmail.com um, and write me an uh, email there. Uh, let me know like how you heard of the show, what I can do to improve, stuff like that. So, yeah, guys, I think that's uh, I think we're done for the week. So, uh, you know, be safe, uh, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Thank you.